Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. One, two, one, two, what's going on? This is at MND FCK Podcast. That's Mindfuck Podcast on uh, Full Service Radio here at the Line Hotel in beautiful Northwest Washington, D.C., the Adams Morgan neighborhood. Uh, Hi, everybody. Yes, and uh, my name is at Marcus with the CK Dowling, D O W L I N G on all social media. I've done a ton of work over the last 20 years. Um, Worked uh, for uh, Decades Nightclub in, as the uh, creative design lead. Also, have written for The Fader and Pitchfork and Vice and Complex and a bunch of different places. And uh, currently, I'm hosting this podcast. And my co host is? Demina Vontana. Yes. And if you can tell people where they can find you, I am at Demina Vontana on most social media, D Vontana at Facebook. Yes. Um, I'm a professional dominatrix, and um, I travel around the country, and I lecture at universities. Um, my focus is sex education, curriculum, women, and BDSM. Exactly. So I was having a conversation a couple weeks ago with uh, a member of the Capitol Wrestling roster, and uh, we were talking about just kind of like, you know, just catching up on things, and he said something to me that like really made me pause, and I said, it's something we need to talk about on the podcast. He said that the findings of the Mueller report made him have zero faith in America and American life. It didn't take the Mueller report for me to feel that way. <laughs> right, you went to Japan. I didn't expect anything. Right, neither did I. But, um, but it was the whole fact. He's like, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. didn't find anything. I can't believe it. It's just allowed to like, you know, I can't, fester. I mean, they didn't say anything. It's not that they didn't find anything. They just didn't say anything. Right, and they didn't, you know, there is an immediate impeachment following well maybe they need time to prepare for the what would happen if there was an impeachment right i I get part of that but my thought to him was if that's the thing that's making you feel like america's untenable for you then maybe you need to like what a word love that word thank you um maybe you need to source some personal goals maybe you need to source some personal ideals find some things that are outside of the realm of being on facebook at eight o'clock in the morning to make your life a lot easier to live. Did he say he was doing that? No. He said, he said man, I really thought about it that way. What exists outside of the system for him that he could do that? Well, Give me I mean, an example. So I was saying to him, I'm like, well, you're, you're a professional wrestler. You've been doing this for, you know, 12 years. Again, art. Go, go do something creative. Right. I was like, go and maybe like, you know, come up with some new goals and ideals and things you want to do in, in, in that career. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know, I never thought of it that way. I Just probably should like actually sit down and think about how I can put myself into that mindset of this thing doesn't matter, but this other thing does. And even though it may not impact like, you know, whether or not the president of the United States remains the president of the United States, it may impact your ability to live, breathe and feel like a, you know, functioning, you know, um, successful citizen of the country. So I have three things for you. Yes. Blinders, brakes, and accelerators. Okay, cool. So if you could break that down for All people. Because right. I know where you're going with this. So this is really good. <laughs> this is exactly what you're talking. I have to practice on a daily basis because I'm very sensitive. And I like pe- people on the street. I like the city. I like walking around. Right. But in the dungeon, you never know what you're going to see. 
Right. In a public play space. I mean, right. yes, you know, but you don't know if you know what I mean. And um, occasionally or all the time until I reach my destination, like my friends are in that corner of the ballroom or over here in this room. I have on like partial blinders. I think of a horse, okay, pony play, whatever. Right. And that way I just keep focused forward. I'm aware of what's on each side of me, but I can't really look at it. So I can't get deep enough to either be disgusted, which is a break, which is like a normal response that human beings are wired with for survival. Gross smells, things that don't appeal to us, violence. Um, Anyways, the other thing is an accelerator, which is the opposite. Right. Right. Um, Not that seeing that would be bad. It's just that there is no pain without pleasure. Right. And so to avoid the breaks on the way to my destination, I also have to avoid optional accelerators. Right. Just focus on your goal. Right. Because whatever pleasure you're passing up isn't your pleasure. Your pleasure is what's in front of you. Right. It's really smart, actually. I mean, so... The thing that got me to... I survive. Right. Well, okay. So it's like just to give people a sense of how we have these conversations, uh, this is a broadcast aimed at discovering how in the midst of chaos to live Whoops, our safest, disclaimer. sanest, and most consensual and sustainable lives. This is a conversation that lacks rules. We'll say and do whatever we want, but there will be decency defined by protocol every step of the way. So and I the say- difference between protocol and rules... Rules can only be obeyed or broken. Protocol is intended to be followed. Right. So there's consent. Exactly. So the thought is, when I talk about stuff like that, and I, when I, I wanted to bring that up, because I feel like regarding sustainability, sustainability, someone told me recently, is like my number one word. And I say it in conversation, at least like once a conversation with someone. Yeah, people. you're a double tourist, duh. <laughs> so I was... Reading in uh, the news recently on uh, CNN, they uh, released a, the, the United Nations released a report that says that 13 percent of the um, of the species that inhabit the planet Earth could be wiped off the face of the planet Earth in the next era, like 20 or 25 years, and that's one million species, and that's all in result of climate change. And I was thinking about sustainability, and I'm like, wow, so like. We're at that point now, like the point when I did my, you know, like ozone layer report when I was 12 oh, years old. Yes, honey. Right. I did my ozone layer report we, when yeah, I was 12 years old. Yeah, a lot of us did old. that report or yeah. listened to a lot of other people right. do that report. And I'm like, and you'd say by the year 2025, like it was a million years away. Like it's like in that, it's like that, uh, that, that uh, Tonight Show sketch. Is it 2025 still? Has it been moved It's six years away. That's the thing. They haven't, you know, updated that? No, they haven't. But they always say, like, hey, six years away, this is going to happen. So, like, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, okay, so that's, like, right on time. Like, this thing is probably going to happen. And in that case, like, how do you counterbalance for that? And that's where I wanted to talk to you because... Uh, okay. Because this is where we get into <laughs> understanding the state of the cosmos. And we talk about understanding oh, the state the of report? astrology in, in the sense. Because in order to like understand what you're counterbalancing, I feel like you have to have a really broader sense of like the universe. And I feel like everybody on some level, even if it's like the most pigeon sort of like understated level, understands something about astrology. Because it gives you a sense of how grand the universe plays in all of this. Yeah, that or the ocean. Right. 
But yeah. I think that, but I think that astrology is easier for people to wrap their brains around, and I think that's well, very, we're getting very special, there. Special specialty too. We're getting there. I've heard like people discuss cusp and ascendance on rock and roll stations late at night in right. DC. Like I was like, oh, that's a shift. Um, it's gonna peak in a little less than a year, like the beginning of the election. I mean, yeah, January twenty twenty yeah. or December of twenty twenty. Okay, it's gonna be a year, guys. Right. Um, I hope you found your tribe by now. Disclaimer, right. I'm not an astrologer. I'm an astrologer fan. I'm a friend of astrologers. Right, I was going to say. I, right? I mean, but I think that, okay. yeah, I wanted to make sure that you So can, Pandora's box, it's a calendar. Yeah. You don't, there's no like specifics. It's just like you, you can get a sense for what's coming. Like we all kind of sort of live in a bubble. And the new system is onboarding and the old system is decaying. And we're in a transition period. And transitions are not always pleasant. Like right. maybe we could say they're not pleasant most of the time. But depending right. on what your perspective is, straightforward to the left or to the right, you can pick winter is coming or, well, it's here. Right. Or the darkest hours before the dawn. Right. Or just shut up and create something. I'm starting to feel convicted every time I say that because, like, I have projects I haven't initiated. <laughs> so let me be completely honest. No, but so, so I guess I'm going to ask oh you then about I'll shutting up. Take a up, seat now. It's shutting up and creating something is the point that I think is the most important one. And I'm, and I'm glad that you said it because I was going to actually try to get you to say it, but you say it. You said it. And it's great. Well, we're due for a renaissance. Right. It's going to feel like it's a long time away because it's like 2026 before it really settles in. But it's not. And um, while the world burns, just build your home, build your family, build your like tribe. Right. You know, I've started group chats with like all my people in the different places. One, because I can't keep texting everybody individually. Right. And secondly, because I'm building like a network of people. Like I had a scary thought last week. I'm like, what if this ends up being like my underground railroad? I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's entirely possible. Yeah, and those of you that think you're going to leave and get there now, forget it. We were there first. That's the way that works. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's... No freebies. No, it's wild. I think that one of those things about, like, creation in this era is to understand just how, like, broad that, spe- that, that palette is now. Like, for me, it's always looking at things, like, digitally, because I, you know... I think that's what a lot of people are missing. Infrastructure is not equal, is not equal in areas, and so usership isn't equal and proficiency isn't equal and in the rural areas that i come from and where i hang out most of the people that lack proficiency are from there and they're a naturally as you just heard in me not very welcoming to outsiders like i guess i'm from the north right like if i was playing games of thrones yeah maybe i don't know what i want to pick a character i'll just pick a region right but um once that is um more balanced speaking of sustainability then a lot of the things that you want to happen will be more possible. But um, it's just going to take cooperation, and we can't forget about the middle two-thirds of the country oh, I and for no other reason because that's a lot of natural resources, and we're going to have so, to focus on that. Here's a fascinating thing that I've been doing as far as, like, community And engineering. Building. As far as community building and social engineering. For, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. Um, my thought is... That sounds creepy. Wait, I did not bring that up. You brought that up. No, I brought up engineering, engineering like as an environmental solution. Okay, but this is an environmental solution for me, for my own personal human environment. Okay. So that's, that's how I take that mm. term to, to mean. All right. You know how I am. Right. I know. Right. I understand. Okay. It's all definitions, and that's why I was defining it. <laughs> so Sorry for me, that. it's very much about finding people. And like specifically searching for people and knowing places and and be be cognizant 
in the midst of all of this of like people, space, and place. So if you're trying to like build a network to like protect yourself in the case of like one million species of you know like animal on the earth dying, you probably need to find some humans who are like all different types, all different you know like interests and all different like because diversity is sustainable or right. more sustainable exactly and also it just kind of like will inform you of different ways of thinking about this world where things are going to be radically shifting and people are going to be occupying different spaces so i'll look for people like directly on social media from different places like i could do that i could geolocate like chicago illinois and i can go street to street, block to block, corner to corner, and find here, and drop a point and say, who's here? And who's the most interesting person here? And do they do anything that is in remote interest to anything that I do? And I'll follow them, and I'll see what's okay, going on. Okay, that's one way. And then you make a reach, and you're like, hey, man, so I'm, you know... If I lived in a city and had limitless internet access, right, I might I go out, about it like but, that, right, too, but that's right, uh, no, not where right, I'm from. But I reach out to people even, even in rural areas, because people who are digital-first creatives in rural areas are the people who are first past the post who are the most important people if you're a person say in berkeley springs west oh, virginia why thank you well i mean digital nomads i'm trying to create a movement in rural right, communities right. for digital nomadetry yeah so i'm saying like if you're, if you're a digital first creative in berkeley springs west virginia i am not the only one by far right for but, starters right, it's a I'm, great little town exactly but i'm saying if you're like first past the post there in an area that is considerably rural um, it is, guys. It's it's. Don't fool yourself. It's rural. Right. So you want to reach out to these people and just see what's going on because you're like, okay, at some point when everything not shifts, a whole lot. You're unless actually going to be a, right, but you're going to be a person of importance if there's like you know just it, it with like if a million species die, then who are the people that occupy those spaces when all these species die? It's like people occupy the space. I don't know. I had my first incredible burger today. Well, this is good. It was uh, it was great. I, it was great. I was like, okay, this works. Right. So that's what I'm talking about. Like when, when people occupy space where animals used to be, then you need to find those people. You also need to find people in spaces where population shifts will likely occur. So it's like, okay, Berkeley Springs might be a place. And I follow, I follow three of your friends at Berkeley Springs, West Virginia. I definitely do that in real life for that reason alone, so that I know that they exist and that they're worthwhile individuals and human beings. I do the same thing in places like... Pardon us. Shout out to the ladies. Yeah, I do we things, just got our right. iced tea. I do things like follow people in northern Nevada, just because I know that that's oh a place. Oh, my God. Or like if I'm interested just in like... Just a place. Uh, like just Lake, northern Nevada. Northern Nevada. Because it's like, if, you look, if you're looking for like specific If you towns, guys don't know what I'm implying, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Right. If you're looking for like, you know, people in specific spaces like in other parts of the country, you're like, okay, what are you doing here? What's going on? How are you living your life? I'm from here. This is what's going on with me. And you oh, start those... You mean the stuff that just kicked off for me in California? There you go. Oh, Lord. Right. I had no idea when I said I would come out and lecture. Right. Because I have a friend from one of my programs who's a professor out there now. And you went out to Sacramento. And I made more friends in two weeks online in California in the industry than I've made in 20 years in D.C. Exactly. And I was like, wow. And I mean, and you're I'm having, not going to cry. 
I'm not going to cry. But you're having it's those because, conversations, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it's awesome. It's incredible. I've never felt so much hope and so much support and so much love. And so I just want to give my West Coast sisters a shout out. Right, but doesn't that make you feel good when you sit around and you think about like something yeah, and that's I, and sad? Yeah, and the digital and, community, right? right? But still a community. But, you, but you'll see these people in real time. And I don't know. I mean, like you went hunting, Tiger. Okay. Yeah. Tiger, you went hunting. I always her. do. And I mean, I was hunting something else. This was like right. the, the total bonus. Yeah. So, so it's changing the way I think about things, for sure. Right. And I think that the key to this, um, to further along this conversation, is that you have to be able to then meet with these people in real time. So when you find somebody in a place that's doing something that is important to you in a way that you want to live your life, you need to go find these people and sit down and say, hey, so in real time, I know you and you know me. And we both may feel like this whole thing is ridiculous, crazy, and problematic. But how are we going to, like, do something together to, like, actually be able to live, breathe, work, enjoy our lives moving forward? Which, oh. is, which is, I think, the strange part of it. Because we talk about, like, last week, we talked about kids not having sex and <laughs> kids not Well, connecting. no, no, them shifting how we define it. That's my bottom line. Right. Which I think I'm very open to. No, definitely. But I feel like people still have to talk. Face to face, person to person, hand to hand. Like I have to be able to grab somebody's hand and say, "Doctor Ruth," in Metro Weekly this week. Did you see it? No, it was, it was, I saw it in the Times. They yeah. profiled her, and she's like, I- "I'm a. Fr- I did the project because people don't know how to talk to each other anymore." And I tweeted something about the art of flirting today. Like, I want a new branch in sex work just dedicated to teaching people how to flirt, mm-hmm. like truly flirt. Right. And um, it got a lot of love. So I'm not the only one feeling that. And I have a great life. Like, somebody asked me, um, are you single? And I was like, um, I don't feel single. No. But I don't have, like, a primary. Right. But I have, like, all this love and all these friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is necessary. And it's fascinating to me because when you're looking at this, this, this creeping, you know, nattering nabob of negativism as... Oh, what? Nattering nabob of negativism. It's one of my favorite Richard Nixon sayings. Richard Nixon, when he was president, had, like, the most amazing, like, one-off little sayings for everybody. So, like, that was one of them when he would talk about the people who would, per- who would pervasively in the news talk about negative things and not talk about all the positive things he was doing as president. Okay, but some people think that that is naive. Right. I mean, I, I, I agree, but I think that that's... But I'm just talking about, like, when you're, co- when you're confronted by negative energy. Oh, oh, okay, energy? Right, energy. Right. And when you see, like, a thing that's happening, and you're like, that's really negative, or that's not exactly something that I align with. And when you start to see a lot of that pop up... Do you throw up shields? No, I don't throw is up shields. Is that just me? No, what I do now I will is... Like, I, I will, like, in my mind, I will be like, poof, filter goes up, like the force screen no, on... I, um, what's the show the, with the spaceship, Star Trek? Yes. For yeah. me, what I do... Force is field. I, I'm able now, because of digital space, to be able to occupy... I was talking to someone about this last night. Occupy the whole world. No, there's a third... There's, a, there's, a, there's like, a third space that's, like, kind of like this, like space between like the reality in which we live and the imagination in which we occupy but there's a space right in between the two where you can just kind of like float and see everything and see everybody and kind of like live without having to like really touch down too much and you can connect with people but not have to like physically connect with them in the midst of all this chaos so as I just float up I'll just start thinking about things differently and I'll maybe like you know write a couple pieces and 
kind of like put my brain in a better space because I'm like, okay, so these are things that are based in reality, but I'm flipping them in my head in a way that makes me feel better about what I'm actually seeing. Okay, that sounds like augmented reality and a first world problem. Yeah, it's a thing that I have to do, it's a, but it's a way that I operate, though. Like, well, Maybe I, it's just a different technique for like kind of the same thing that yeah, I do. Yeah, no, totally, I don't know, right. is that your blinder? No, you float above it. I walk straight through it with blinders on. Yeah, that's Yeah, I just float okay, above. I'm like, okay, us. I'll take a, you know, I'll find a, I'll find a different See level. See you on the other side. Right, I'll find a different level and float there for a while. Then when everything kind of calms down, I'll come back down. I used to do that. Then I got drafted to the front lines because they passed that legislation last year, and mm-hmm. now um, we're back in the 1970s in my industry it's it's really frustrating like um it's it's a weird there's a weird thing related to that i don't like saying the name of the legislation kind of like the president that's why i'm not saying it no i really feel like everybody listening should know about it by now i'll say it boston (laughs) sesta yeah um online online discrimination of sex work but um okay so funny thing in relation to that and also in relation to what we're talking about the podcast today there's an issue that I have about being a black man in the midst of all of this crazy. Okay, now for once, I think I know where we're going. I can't be a good advocate. What? For whom? For... Is I use whom correctly? Yeah, you did. Thank you. Nailed it. But um, my thought is, there's a thing where, like, I can't understand other people's pain through my own pain. Or through internalized pain that comes from my history within struggle movements. This is one of the first movements that I've seen where I have to qualify my desire to be a person of assistance. Oh. Like I have to qualify it. Because it's like not enough just to be a black man. Because usually you could walk into like say like another Um, movement and you're like, yeah, I'm black. And it's like... Yo, so you've been through some shit. This is just every night at our house, by the way, guys. Of course, it really <laughs> it's is. Every night. So it's like dip dap, like yeah, I'm black, cool. Like you're down for the cause. Come on in. This is the first time in the movement because I do a lot of sex work, like writing and a lot of advocacy work. Adjacent. Yeah, I am adjacent. Yes. yes. So ally. Sex work. I call it an ally. You call it adjacent. Right. Sex work adjacent allyship is what I try to do. So. That's swa for short. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe it's sway. Knowing you, it's probably sway. 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 So, yeah. So, there's moments where, like, I'll be doing what I do, and people will be like, how do you qualify your assistance? Somebody said this to me a couple days ago. How do you qualify your assistance? And I'm like, well. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I had to, like, break down. I didn't know we were at the place in this movement where we could turn down offers. (laughs) That's, that's news to but me. But there's a thing when you're a cisgendered man and you're standing up in, you know, non-cisgendered male territory, like specifically oh, you, okay. non-cisgendered so male territory. Screened. Right, I'm being screened, but, yeah. it, was, but it, was not, it, was, it was a little bit more uncomfortable than like screening. I'll get used to it. That's there was all I a, have to say. Right, because there, there was a bent to it that felt inherently negative. And it was like, I had to put my... People are sad right now. Oh, Dr. Ruth also thinks we're lonely. Well, all right. And I wanted so hard in my head when I was reading that piece to disagree with her. Yeah. And I didn't agree with her, but I couldn't disagree with her. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a thing when like you're trying to like, for me, there's like spaces where I want to be able to assist and be able to like assist with people, people's ability to balance 
in the midst of all of this? Because like, I have a weird third-person perspective on how this whole thing well, is kind of going. Well, as somebody who's like a lifelong ally, would right. you like some tips? I mean... Being the white person in the room and the white woman <laughs> at that, um, you show up. Yeah. I don't know if it's that complicated. I don't know everything about it. I'll tell you what has helped me. Yeah. Um, and by help me, I mean given the power where it belongs. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, and being an actual ally, being part of a movement, not being the movement. Right. Uh, you, do, you show up. Mm-hmm. One of my friends calls it humbling yourself to get into the room. Always do. You listen. And I say if you, you educate yourself... All right, because that's emotional labor, and marginalized right. communities don't need to do one more bit of emotional labor. Mm-hmm. And when you ask questions or you take people's time, you use it efficiently, and you always leave them with something. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm trying to do. So it was a, it was a fascinating thing. I had to break that all down in like an email. It was like this is and you and you ask how you can be helpful. You don't ever think. I well, I don't know. Sometimes I go too far in thinking I don't know, and maybe that like impairs me from being a better ally. I'm kind of trying to find that balance. Right, it's a weird balance. But I also feel like I earned at this point not earned, but at this point I feel comfortable even asking if I know without first asking, because I would also like to think that I have learned when I needed to ask, because again. Don't repeat yourself. Right. That's one of my th- mantras. I do. I mean, I do, but I don't. Not. Ugh. Yeah. Not. Uh, right. Nope. That's okay. The dom's coming out. Down, girl. <laughs> Down. <laughs> Down. But no, it's a weir- it's a weird thing. Like I and so like trying to help people navigate that space, and then you 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 have to be extra super careful about how you engage. But you have to be present enough to be available. Right. To help, to assist, to be an ally. And t- talking to your own people. Ooh, how did I not bring that one up? Right. Like talks to like. Yeah. Only like can silence like. Right. So, we, I mean, we all need to communicate. And we also need to share rhetoric. Yeah. I learn a lot of good rhetoric. And then I use that when I need to speak like to like. Right. And um, I wasn't raised doing that because of being raised you know in the majority yeah so um that's very much a crossover like not a nat a, an innate thing in me right. kind of like i'm not a digital native either yeah you know standing in two worlds all the all time i mean maybe that's why you feel like you're floating yeah because you have to because it's like there's there's no space to like actually put generation yeah x yeah well <laughs> i'm almost a y but i'm not right but it's wild so um one of the things that concerns me and intrigues me about all of this is that moment when like you're trying to understand how to like move forward in the midst of all of the stuff like when you're thinking about okay i can't stay still i can't so dance right okay so what does that mean to you dance it means move and what, but I mean, I mean, literally, like, forward, oh, my heart is a dance revolution. Like, we just need to make up these dances that communicate. I'm present, but I'm tired. I'm here and I'm, I'm safe. And I'm just, I don't know. Like, we need to take up space, all of us, in ways that are beautiful. Like, we need to remind each other that the world is a beautiful place and not in fool, foolishly. Um, um, I just try to be present. I'm not even trying to move forward. Like, everything's crumbling. Don't move forward. It's an earthquake. Seek shelter. Oh, that's actually back to astrology. This is an earthquake. Everybody needs to seek shelter. 
And um, and when I say like store provisions, I'm not talking like pioneer days. I mean your people, your resources, mm-hmm. like you're saying, your network. Yeah. Like tend to your network right now. Really grow your people and your friendships, whoever that is that you have connected with face to face. People who have kids like you, people who have dogs like you have, or people that like drive the same car. You have something in common, a way that you do a life or a lifestyle that overlaps so you can support each other because you're going to have similar needs. Right. I got a tribe that takes care of three and a half dogs. Yeah. You know, in know. like three different states. It's actually amazing to see like the whole thing like <laughs> it's come wonderful. together. Like, because like, there's rare points where like the dogs will I come together. I couldn't do what I do without my tribe. No. And you're a big part of that. You watch Bella all the time. I do. Thank you. I do. And I'm never I mean, home. For, for me, it's, my tribe is self-care. Your tribe? That's a, that's a ritual, not a tribe. No, but the tribe, that's what my tribe, that's what their number one job is, is to keep me together you know this as part of it oh man you want to go public with this shit it's just hard like i get like i'm always going and i'm always doing and i'm always and i'll have like two or three different i did my self-care today i know you did oh i went to my favorite place can i can we you're so heavy can i please no of course all right here comes the air sign yeah lighten it up I did, and that's why we were freaking late today. Because yeah. actually, I, we're right on time. Well, I try, but I, yeah. but that's not. We could do better. Okay, sorry, Dak. Sorry, Lai. <laughs> um, I woke up at five o'clock. I spoiled the dog with all the walks. I had an hour-long conversation with Kendra Holiday out of St. Louis. Yes, because <clears throat> she's coming out for the Woodhull Summit in August. Important. Um, and <clears throat> and then I went to Trist before like. Eight, yeah, and worked for a couple of hours, and all I did was my planning for the month, and I was like, "You've got today." Yeah. So I got waxed, I got my hair cut, I got my nails done, I got my brows waxed. Like I just, I got, I had to take care of me, and I'm watching the clock, and I'm waiting to start my appointments, and I was like, "This just has to work out today because I yeah. have to do this, and there's no other time." So I prioritized myself, but I also did my best, right. and I started early, and I had a plan, and I stayed in communication with you. No, of course. And I would have walked out if shit got too cray. No, it was perfect. You know? Like I mean, that's that's the too best. too hairy. Right. What am I supposed to say? Yeah. Too hurried. Too hurried. There. Fourth time's a charm. Well done. Thank you. So, so like for me, it's like. I always look at like my closest friends and the people that like okay so there's always like layers it's like there's like my closest friends like a close circle of like 10 people if you're in that circle you know who you are and then it's like outside of that there's like concentric circles of individuals and in everything that I do I always try to be surrounded by a community of people that can keep me from like flying off the handle creatively or flying off the handle personally and getting too involved and getting too enmeshed and losing some of myself and some of my energy in what I'm doing. Because I have to keep everything kind of like balanced in numerous pots. Okay, but that's not giving yourself full credit. Okay. Like the reason we bother, okay, okay. is you're a builder. Like it, because Which you, I am. Like once you get in your mode, you're just going to go straight forward, slow and steady, and you're just never going to stop. Never. And so that's where we're like, hey, over here. <laughs> it's yeah. a whole thing. It's really Join funny. Join the land of people who actually take a rest. You're only human. Right. It's, it's funny. Like, Meanwhile, nice job. Wow, that's incredible. Holy cow. Look at what you built. Nobody else could do that. That's why we need you. Right. It's a fascinating thing. Like at certain points, 
uh, I always enjoy when like save you will just peek your head and just be like hi <laughs> taking the dog for a walk because you never stop working right and then you just like and it's, it's great and then you're like peek your head back out and, um, and it's good for me because it's like an actual moment where I could stop and pull my head out of the sand and I'm like oh yeah sand's a good word for it yeah like oh okay <laughs> this is happening in the world so, uh, oh but it's, it's, it's a fascinating little thing. Cause it's like, I'll get in a work hole because I'll notice that everything's a little crazy. Like I'll like get up this one. This is another reason why I like I do the news in the morning. So if you like look at me on my social media, like I'll always have like a couple stories, things that I'm thinking about, things that I'm reading because I like to get a feel for the day that I'm walking into. Yeah, I do too. When the Oracle's forecast goes up at seven right. o'clock every morning, so like for me, it's like I like to get a pace and tempo because I'm like a global citizen. I do. I, I've done. I've been blessed to be able to do work that has impacted the entire world in the last ten years. Whether that's like writing about dance music in South Africa, or writing about GoGo in DC, or writing about like you know uh, social justice issues in Europe. Things you know, I like to believe that I've impacted various parts of the world with my work, and it, it, it means a lot to me. So living my life like a global, global citizen, I like to have that sense of like filtering in everything and getting a sense of like how the world feels. So like by 7.30, I have a good sense of like how the world feels to me. Yeah, I mean, the tone doesn't change much. <sighs> Throughout the day, it just sort of goes on a media loop. Days are, days are funny, right? So like today, for instance, woke up, it felt calm everything felt kind of like muted like it was like there's like something soft there's, there's stuff bubbling soft like spring right like there's stuff bubbling even the sunshine was soft today right but it's 82 degrees outside so it's like okay and not sweltering which never happens in dc when it's 82 so right. everybody was out today right so i'm like it's 82 it's a swamp guys right it's 82 cement swamp. not sweltering and the world feels like it's kind of like and i love her bubbling to a hum so i'm like okay this is a day where, like, I'm going to take it light because I know that the world's in, like, stasis. It's not forward or backwards or up or down, but it's kind of like it's suspended animation. So something's going to pop off, but, like, we're in suspended animation enough where, like, you can move around semi-safely. So I'm like, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm, like, not going to try to do anything, like, work-wise that's, like, insanely heavy and going to, like, break my brain. Because I know I have to do this podcast later. I get to, like, engage with the beautiful day. And I'm like, I want to, like, be in a good frame of mind mentally when I go out into the world. Because I want to be able to enjoy this thing that has been, like, bequeathed upon us by whomever controls the weather. And I'm like, that's what I, and that's the feeling I had. So, like, 7.30, I'm like, that's what I'm doing. There's some days where I'm just like, whoa. Like I said, you pick your direction and then you just do it. Yeah. And all then day long. Right. All week long. All month long. Yeah, all and then life some, long. Right. Then there's some days where I'm like, whoa. 7.30, I'm like... Yeah, we're going to put our head under the ground today and get some shit done. We because, call those transits. Right. And then there's some days where I'm like, okay, this is a day where I'm going to like shove 12 things all the way ahead. And those are the days when like I'll like. So you ride the wave. Part of being productive is right. accepting where you're at in your process. I've learned you can't hurry a damn thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess that's why I was finally ready to work with you and we met because I finally figured out you can't hurry a damn thing. That's one of the lessons of my emotional recovery. No, one of the craziest <laughs> parts about all of this, like any sort of work you have going on. What a life. Is that. What a world. Right. When you learn. We're living in. No, listen. Come on. Stop. Yeah. Work with me here. Okay. I'm working. 
Um, what are you creating right now? <sighs> what am I creating right now? Um, parties. Can we talk about parties? Of course we can talk about parties. Okay. So I'm I told you this has got to be a dance revolution. It's yeah, got to be a party. Yeah, yeah. So, All right. So the first dance is Saturday. There's, there's, funk yeah. Parade. Well, Funk Parade's happening. Give me Funk Parade. What's funk your parade, highlight for um, Funk Parade? On U Street this Saturday. Okay. So there's two things of, of, of significant, three things of significant, significant importance about Funk Parade. Okay. Number one, there's, um, there's, there's going to be an actual conference about the preservation of Go-Go. Ooh, I and saw that. There will yes. actually be some kind of like, and because it's musicianship now doing it. Now I'm on the edge it, of my seat. Right. And because it's this. musicianship yeah. doing it, and you know Jeff. Like, he was on the show, sat guys. right here, right. Check it out. The week before yeah, the Yeah, Jeff Wamies. Tribble, right. It's actually like things that he says, things that, will, things that will come out of that meeting will actually be actionable items. And that's important. Um, also, Ocean, which is a duo originally from the D.C. metropolitan area. They're a wonderful like neo-soul jazz-inspired jazz duo. They're going to be playing in D.C. for the first time in, in like a significant way. Like they've played Union Stage or whatever. But like in a significant way, like a festival, an outdoor thing. I love how you whatever On Union Saturday. Stage. So like Ocean. Like, I love Union Stage, but I'm like saying, it's like, this is like not a 250 person venue. This is a funk parade. A larger festival Like, there's already festival tr- space. Like shut down warnings, like street closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. All over the city. Yeah. And then there's um, Aaron Abernathy playing, which is always a reason for people to come out. Ab's legitimately one of the most, like, phenomenal soul artists of his generation. So Also on the pod. Yeah. Right. So those that are was January, like one of the first episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, those are three things. Check out important. our archive, guys. And while you're at it, please like and subscribe because we haven't been telling you to and nobody's been doing it, but I'm going to start telling you. There it is. I at love it. MNDFCK Podcast, everywhere you want to be. Wham. So, I think also I want to talk about, you know, Adobo real fast. Adobo's got a day that party. That was next on my list. Adobo's got a day party on uh, May 18th. I am all about the damn day party. It's, it's the best idea ever. And they're not even old. They're young. And they know a day party <laughs> is where it's at. That's why this is the best party in the city. Because the, these be, people know it's up. That's because there's an old man. It's just a good time. There's an old, old man who's a part of the party planning. <laughs> He's 41 and he sits right here. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> And, uh, that's, and so uh, that'll be um, May 18th at uh, Big Chief, and uh, we're doing that with uh, the House of Caribbeans. So it's the first time that we're going to have a real, like, bashment, Afro beat style party happening. So that's going to be a, a crazy vibe to add into all that. And they have dancers that are coming out. It's a whole kid and caboodle. It'll be fun. I, I love that I can still couple dance at that party. Oh yeah, but you can you can do it. You can do all the dances. Oh, no, that a couple, That's why yeah. it's such a great party. Couple dancing is necessary at. Uh, and it's not like just a little bit over there, a little bit over there. It's like truly like everybody there does every style of dance. I feel like yeah. So there's a nice flow and a mix and a balance throughout the whole night because everybody takes different turns doing the different styles. Well, obviously depending on what the DJ plays right, of and course. like all of the things. Yeah, and I'm I'm in the midst right now of planning another event for the uh, fall and winter. That'll actually I can give you kind of like the scope of it initially just to give people a feel of where oh, we're going okay but um new stuff no it's black and brown people playing and listening to house music in real time in real life given that black and brown people invented house music and never actually play it in real time in real life we're doing something that has to happen you have to go all the way around the sun and start back again so this is actually going to be a refreshing moment for progressive dance culture by literally going all the way back around the sun and taking it back to 1970 again. Okay, let's do it. Where and when? When does this start? I can't tell people that yet. Oh, We're working on it. We're working on it. 
Tease. I will tell people. I will tell people that will most likely be uh, in 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 Northwest, a little bit away from here. So definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, I think we're almost out of time. So uh, no, what? Give, give people a sense of what you have no, coming up. No, I got up. a few minutes. Don't yeah. rush me. I'm not going to rush you at all. I'm I just saying so that we're almost out of time. Here. So yeah, let people um, know. All right. So uh, the events I, I mentioned Woodhull earlier. Yeah, of okay. course. Um, early bird registration ended yesterday, but I mean, obviously, I think you can still register. It's not until August. Um, all right. Er, when we shift gears, and we're like dance the revolution, and we're going to be at Funk Parade, and there's um, Adobo. I also Pride. I got to give a shout out to Pride. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, on Thursday at the Rock and Roll Hotel, the DC Dyke March is having um, an event. It's a fundraiser. Yeah, the one so, at Rock and Roll, right? Yeah, Rock and Roll Hotel yeah. on H Street. So the DC Dyke March. Oh my God. The, here, I'm taking a drink. I'm tea. DC Dyke March. Thank you, honey. Yeah, no problem. It's back, guys. It's been like seven years. Yeah. So I'm super excited. Um, I was supposed. But to that's because ten percent of Washington D.C. is identifies as there gay you go right? again yeah so that's um i'm probably gonna check that out my week got a little busier i had a little bit of a family thing happen with a dear dear friend so i now have a i've got a i've got another funeral this week so if my friend's listening i'm just sending her all of the love so i shuffled my schedule and i'm still figuring it out um but if i can make it i will be there on thursday it depends on what the schedule for services is right, right? okay so um I felt like there was something on Friday, but Pride season is around the corner. There's Trans Pride coming up, and May right. is, oh, Trans is May. Shoot. Yeah, Trans May, yeah. Yeah, DC. Right. What's the website? Crap, it's all over my Insta. <sighs> Guys, there's a ton of stuff. Just check out the Metro Weekly or check out Tag Magazine. These are both online resources that have right. a lot of events, or just Google LGBT or Capital Pride. Right. So it's just there is literally too much stuff to even talk about for like the next six weeks. That's astounding. I mean, and then we have the Fourth of July, and then you got Labor Day, and then it's LGBT Film Festival and a bunch of other stuff, Mm -hmm. and the Marine Corps Marathon. And if you live in DC long enough, you know you learn what these things are. Um, I'm headed back to the West Coast. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so International Sex Worker Day is June 2nd. As it is. And um, there were 500 people at the celebration slash rally in the Bay Area last year. And so um, a, a, a year post this terrible legislation, I'm interested to see how it goes. And like I said, I'm building my network out there because um, there's not um, a swap office in D.C., Sex yeah. Workers Outreach Project. Yes. And I'm just trying to learn more about the state of censorship and Internet freedom when it relates to these topics and, and the framework of workers' rights because... Right. Um, I want to put together some information for people so they can understand, like specifically politicians. And I, I need all the data and research I can get. And I just am super busy and traveling and networking full time because I've been drafted at the front lines. I'm a Libra. I mean, that's what it is. I guess they said if you want peace, you're usually where there's somewhere a war. Right. Ugh. Took me 20 years to run across that one. I guess it came when I was ready. Exactly. Um, all right. One more thing. I think what we've been talking about today is pleasure activism. Yes. And there's a new book out uh, by Adrian Brown. It's called Pleasure Activism, The Politics of Feeling Good. So I'm not saying don't do anything. I'm not saying ignore it. But if moving forward is your choice, I think you need hashtag pleasure activism because I think that's going to be where politics and pleasure intersect. And that's going to be where we have a lot of success in, in, in creating sustainability over the next six years because pleasure activism is... Um, 
does the things that we're talking about here, which is self-care and creativity and art and beauty and places a value on that, a social value, a political value, a, a policy level value. And so um, that book is on the way to me and I'm really excited to read it and I feel like this person is the one to like put that out there into the zeitgeist. So um, pleasure activism is your new homework, guys. Whether you want to do a little or you just want to research it, you know? I love it. You got to do a little bit of both. Yeah, pleasure activism, Adrian Brown. There it is. So uh, as we close out this episode, we close out this episode to what we typically do, with a song that means a lot to us and is very close to our hearts and minds uh, by Aaron Abernathy, who was mentioned. Song called See you Saturday, Generation. Ab. And uh, yeah, have a good day and a better tomorrow. Ciao, Bellas. Fear, 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 fear. I mean, really, no fear, 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 fear.